Okay, still tough sledding on most roadways throughout southern Ontario. So let's welcome in the Assistant VP for Communications with the CAA, Teresa DeFelice, joins us now. Hey there, Teresa, good afternoon. And I guess first question is, uh, how's your day over there at the CAA? <laughs> good afternoon. It's a very busy day indeed with, uh, the, obviously, the weather is causing uh, a lot of uh, challenges. Sure. Uh, what's the call volume uh, been like? Has it been off the charts? I can only imagine. <laughs> well, there, there's been a number of things complicating today's uh, service abilities, uh, you know, sort of the getting the snow cleared, especially on highways. A lot of the ramps have been a bit backlogged. Uh, we have about twelve to 1,400 calls that are waiting for service. And what we're doing at CA is we're prioritizing calls. If you're out and about, uh, if you happen to be on a highway, uh, or on a roadway, we're going to come to you first and we're going to ask uh, all of our members to have patience if they are at home safe. Uh, and our other big message is stay home otherwise. But um, we're only able to answer about 200 calls an hour at this point. We're getting in excess of that. So that backlog is is continuing to grow. Only about 200 calls uh, per hour. I mean, this is just phenomenal. I mean, the amount of snow we've seen upwards of 50 centimeters in the Toronto area, the call volumes you're experiencing there at the CAA. Is this going to be a, a day for the record books, do you think, for the CAA? Yes, I think it will be. I mean, we've we've had a few of these in our history. Uh, we made had a record a number of years ago where we had 12,000 calls in one day. It's actually over 20,000, but we serviced 12,000 calls in one day. Um, this storm probably is, is worse than that from my recollection. Um, the, the one advantage is that a lot of people have already been working from home and, uh, you know, a lot of schools closed today. So people were already at home, but even with that and I, the volumes that I've just told you, we still have a lot of people out and about. And so, you know, again, if you don't have to, uh, if there's no need, we are definitely at CA saying stay home. It's the safest thing to do. And, uh, and we'll get to people if they're having problems at home when we can, but that could possibly not that that's most likely not going to be today if you're at home safe yeah i mean th this is not uh we're not overblowing things here you're, you're absolutely uh, right i mean there's so much uh, blowing snow and so much else going on uh, right now i literally am about a five minute drive uh to the studios uh, here i didn't think i was going to make it uh, here this morning that's just how bad things have been so yeah that is good advice is if you don't need to be on the roads absolutely positively need to be on the roads stay off them uh, here this afternoon uh, aside, I'm wondering, uh, Teresa, from calling the CAA, what is your advice, though, for anybody who might find themselves stuck on the side of the road, stuck on the roadway? Yes. So if you do find yourself out and about and something's happened and you, you can't keep being mobile, uh, you know, if possible, obviously pull over. If it's a highway, try and get to a shoulder, um, a right shoulder. If it's a left shoulder, try and make sure your car is out of the lane of traffic as much as possible. Um, you know, really trying to be make yourself visible. So put on your hazards. You know, we're not recommending people get out. If you're on a highway, please don't get out. Uh, and this weather visibility is really terrible. And, you know, we don't want any more incidents on top of the already challenging and scary experience of, of being stuck on a highway. But even this applies to all roadways. If you are find yourself in a situation, try and pull your car as far over to the right as possible. Put your hazards on, keep visible. Um, you know, if you're heading out because you have to head out, make sure you've got a charged phone. Um, you know, it would be great if people had emergency kits in their cars. If you haven't done that yet, something to put on the list for next time. Um, and, and just really just sort of 
try and get in a sense of where your location is. So if you're calling CAA and calling in for help, uh, you know, try and get your bearings as to a, a specific location, you know, because our drivers have to find you uh, and, and, you know, they need as best information as possible uh, where you are in order, you know, it's already a little bit challenging to, to move about. But if you can, if it's a marker on a highway or a signpost or anything like that in the city, you know, nearest intersection, uh, an address, if you can see it. So those are some of the things that we're asking people uh, to think about and, and keep safe. That's some great advice. And also, I would add to that list, just make sure that you're dressed for the elements, because I think so many people might uh, get into their car from their garage, not really think about the elements, make sure you got gloves, uh, a toque, a warm hat, warm boots, that sort of thing. Yes, absolutely. I mean, today is not the day to think that you're going from point A to point B, and you're going to be, um, you know, in a warmed up car and then head into your warmed up location. People are getting stranded. They're finding their cars aren't, uh, they can't drive them to where they thought and, you know, and, and having to leave and go back home and whatnot. So not a day that you want to be in a hoodie uh, and you're and running shoes, right? Uh, in, in a lot of places, I mean, even outside my door, the, the snow is up to my knees or, or higher, uh, depending where the wind has blown it. So really needing people to be really aware of the road situation and what they need to do differently today. Uh, and again, stay home if you can. <laughs> you bet. Joined by Teresa DeFelice from the CAA. Teresa, also wanted to speak to you this afternoon uh, about some safety advocates who are sounding the alarm regarding the amount of tech we're finding nowadays in our cars and just how distracting it is or can be. Uh, what does the CAA think about this? Is uh, it become uh, a safety issue of the amount of uh, tech and all of the fancy displays we find in the dashboard of our cars? Yeah, so so the, some of the work that you're talking about is work being done through our CA national group as well. So. Uh, you know, this is something that we've been looking at and talking to motorists about and drivers about. Uh, it's something that we, we're looking at and always when the technologies are coming out, distracted driving is a really key priority safety area for CAA. Um, you know, it is a problem when we have all the fun gadgets and it's great to have so many fun gadgets that help us stay connected and have the comforts of home. But driving a car is not a, is not your home. Uh, it's, a, it's a huge... A skill that's needed to operate a, a huge machinery vehicle. Um, and so, you know, some of those, those nice to haves, like being able to link up to your podcast or your music uh, is one thing. And then the, the cars themselves are becoming more technologically advanced with a lot of safety features, which are supposed to help us. But if we're not understanding how all of those things can mix uh, it can create a situation where safety, uh, you're, you're more distracted than you normally would be. Yeah, it's amazing. You see ads for cars uh, today. I saw one uh, watching the football games uh, yesterday where somebody gets in their car and says, this is not my car, it's my 5 p.m. decompression zone. <laughs> They're sort of seeing it, you know, with all of the, the tech as an escape from uh, reality. I saw another ad uh, today where uh, the car maker was uh, talking about Apple CarPlay, and I think it's called Pro Pilot something or another detection. It used to be, you know, they would sell us on the horsepower and how fast the car went, but now it's just a case of uh, being rolling tech uh, on wheels. And I'm just wondering if part of the distraction, too, is that we've just got to, uh, there's some growing pains going on here that sometimes the tech doesn't operate exactly how we thought it might or people struggle with it. And, you know, when you're behind the wheel driving your car, that's the last thing you want to be doing is uh, trying to get, uh, you know, your navigation to sync up. Absolutely. While you're driving is not the time in the act of driving to figure out 
how your you know lane uh, assist works, or uh, you know what what in, when your bells and whistles or the safety features on your cars are working. Um, that's not the time to figure out how to use them, right? So it, it is going to require people to take some time to understand the new safety features that they're finding in their vehicles, learn how to use them when they're not driving so that when they go off, if it's an alert system, they understand what it means. The other thing is, is that manufacturers are, are giving people what they say they want. And people like the modern conveniences of being able to link up their accounts um, on their mobile devices or from home to their infotainment systems in their cars. Um, that being said, every car is made differently uh, and people admit to being distracted. We did a survey in 2021 in March where, you know, 39% of people did indicate they understand they're very distracted while they're operating a vehicle. So it's a, it's a balance of giving people what they want, but recognizing that people have to choose the behaviors to make sure that their drive is safe, not just for themselves, but for everybody else around them, pedestrians, cyclists, motorcyclists, other cars. Mm-hmm. And to that point, I only got about 30 seconds, but let me ask you, do you see a day where we're going to see some rules and regulations similar to what we have for handheld devices in our smartphones right now when it comes to the in-dash uh, things in our car technology, uh, when it comes to that and distracted driving? So what, what your car already comes made with is a national responsibility, a federal government responsibility. And then, you know, sort of some of the rules around them happen at the provincial level. But here's what I say, the more and more people um, sort of continue to engage with these distractions and the more and more we see the collisions on our roads or the injuries on our roads, uh, they leave government no choice but to start putting in other measures, other regulations and other restrictions. So it's really up to every individual to decide on their own behavior. Otherwise, someone's going to come in and decide for them. All right. Got to leave it there for now. Teresa, appreciate the time with us this afternoon. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Teresa DeFelice is with the CAA. And we're back with a news update to the top of the hour next. Stay with us. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.